0: W-P-T-F.
1: Take me home tonight. I don't want to
0: go News Radio 680 WPTF. This is Making Your Home Great. It is a two-hour Saturday afternoon radio show all about your home and sometimes about other people's homes and what can go wrong and go right. Uh, we've got Tim Ferruzzi of Handy Helpers and Highland Residential Roofing and eagle roofing uh also we've got you call us up at 919-860-9783 919-860-9783 ask us any questions you want rely on Tim's answers and not mine tim let me just jump in with a forecast 72 degrees we've got partly cloudy skies there's no rain listed in the forecast but you know who knows uh, and partly sunny the next couple of days. By Monday morning, a shower and cooler weather on the way. Sunday's high is 83. Monday's high is 66. Right now, a warm 72 with a real feel of 78. How you doing today, Tim? What's going on? Doing doing fine. How are you? Excellent. Got Hour 2, Chris Fulton of Fairway Home Detailing. And that's uh, starting at 3 o'clock. Between now and then, am I correct that our topic today is ceilings?
2: Uh, let's see. Uh, yes. No. Oh, good. Structural, all right. Structural issues.
0: What's structural
2: that? Issues. Oh,
0: structural. structural. I, I apologize. You're absolutely right. I'm, I'm jumping yeah. ahead. I'm structural. looking at October 21.
2: Yeah, uh, structural issues today, and of course we're open for... Anything related to home or building uh, questions? Yeah. Uh, aside from structural issues. And then next week we'll talk about ceilings. Yeah. And then the week after that we'll talk about skylights and chimneys. Uh
0: huh. Very good.
2: So, um, structural issues. Well, you know, a lot of us, if we've lived in a home long enough, we've had them. You know, bathroom, maybe bathroom floor, uh, collapsing around a uh, tub shower or. Right. Uh, maybe around a toilet, and, uh, of course, sometimes around our dishwashers and kitchen floors. And if we've bought homes, typically we have uh, an inspector come out and do structural inspections and other types of inspections to uh, uh, to, to basically let us know what we're buying. And then, of course, the banks want to know that, too, if we're getting a bank loan, because they don't want to be on the hook for something that... uh, could potentially be a major cost after the homeowner moves in. So yeah. um, if we bought homes, typically we've had structural inspections done uh, as part of that.
0: Well, let me ask you, the typical home inspector that you hire, are they qualified to deal with this, or are they at least qualified to to notice them if you have structural issues?
2: Absolutely. I'm, right. I'm Pretty impressed with the home inspectors in general. I think they do a good job at uh, picking up all the details. They have training and they get certifications and uh, and, and licenses. And uh, they're looking at the electrical systems, the plumbing systems, the structural yeah. issues, the roofing issues. And um, they've got liability insurance too, so they have to be on the money with their with their forecast of, of problems or potential problems and otherwise they could be held liable in some cases
0: are we uh, only talking today about rotted wood
2: no, no no we're talking about uh roof issues okay uh, related to structural and also if you want to take out a wall and open up a large room uh maybe a kitchen to a family room or a dining room in a kitchen area a right people are doing that thats uh have that on their mind because the new, the new thing is is people um, wanting to have wider areas, wider spaces, you know, where you can actually talk uh, between one yeah. room and another. Because yes. we spend a lot of time in our kitchens.
0: And I actually had a family member say to me, we were kind of talking a little frustrated about the amount of floor space we have on the on the main floor. And she says, well, why don't you just take out this wall? I think that wall's holding the center of the building up.
2: Is yeah, that- <laughs> it might be, might be, lo- might be load-bearing.
0: Yeah, I'm not right. Yeah. The load-bearing. And I don't think that I want to do that either alone or, you know, without somebody pretty qualified. Do, do you get into that? Oh, yes. Yes. And it's not impossible to deal with that, is it?
2: Uh, no, you need to make sure you're using someone that knows what they're doing. And, right. uh, some of the issues with that is uh, what is the span? Um, of course, you've got to have an electrician available to take out all the wiring and relocate it Yeah. Uh, while the project's being done, while things are being dismantled. right. Maybe some plumbing issues as well. Uh, so you'll have to have a licensed plumber. Um, and uh, heating and air may become an issue. And Maybe there's a floor duct there on the wall or in near the wall that you're not going to want there anymore once you take that wall out. So right. all those considerations, and then with the span, you have to decide. Okay, well, what what type of beam can I use, and how high can that beam be, and uh, what is this is this beam that's going to be here? Is it going to be acceptable to me, or am I trying to get a smooth ceiling? Can you know all the way across, and if you are, of course, that gets very, very pricey because then you have to go into the floor and ceiling system. When I say floor, the floor of the area above there is a floor yeah. above, yeah, and um, make it look like it never happened. So that gets very um, uh, involved.
0: I can understand that when you're when you're talking about a beam, are you talking about a manufactured wood beam? You're talking about one big yep. solid piece of wood, or are you talking about a metal I beam?
2: Well, there's several ways you can do it. There's a flinch, uh a plate beam. Basically, that's uh, that's lumber uh, of certain sizes, and it's got a uh, metal plate uh-huh. uh, in between them, and you've got to fasten them in a certain way with, with bolts and carriage bolts and things every so often, and it's basically engineered for that opening. You can do LVLs, which is... a uh, laminated beam and those are typically 12 to uh, 16 inches and usually one and three quarters thick and uh, usually two or three of those uh, side by side uh, on the span. usually two, in some cases three and uh, then there's the I-beams which are the steel beams that look like an H uh, kind of, they're called I-beams and um, and No, I disagree,
0: I think they look like an I
2: Yeah, there you go and, Unless
0: uh, you flip them over and then they look like an H. Yeah. Oh,
2: you're right. Um, and then um, there's um, they, um, um, there's lumber. You can do just beams like you would a log cabin, uh-huh. uh, say just a, a trunk of a tree, if you will.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, uh, certain size as long as it's, it, it can handle it engineered-wise. And then at the ends, you've got to, at the two ends where where it comes to the walls, the end of the opening, you've got to use uh, a certain number of uh, framing members, and then underneath that, you've got to have uh, possibly a girder system. Uh, and usually, there is if there's a load bearing wall that you're taking out, that would be under your floor of where you're standing. It would be a girder, right? And uh, that's basically like another beam under the house, and then. Those footings and piers that hold up that girder that's under the house under this area have to be uh, beefed up. So there's certain things you have to do with that. Um, not in all cases, but uh, in, in in some cases, if the span's right and if you don't have a girder or if you don't have a certain number of piers, uh-huh. uh, that has to be in, uh, incorporated into the plan.
0: All right. What Tim and I have done, we've opened the can of worms. You know, we talked about uh, sagging areas and deteriorated wood. And he kind of hinted at the fact that bathrooms and, and other places uh, underneath uh, dishwashers and kitchens uh, w- where the water gets up underneath and deteriorates the wood. And then there's other things in today's topic that have to do with perfectly okay homes that, you know, they're not damaged. But he can help you out in doing something with them and and make them look better for you. Redesign your home. So go ahead and call us. If those topics, either of those, get to you, or if you've just got something going on with your home, 919-860-9783. It's making your home great. 2 to 4 on a Saturday, News Radio 680 WPTF. News Radio 680 WPTF or telephone number 919 860 9783. 919 860 9783. The um, broadcast today brought to you in part by the NCAA Infractions Committee. Uh, sunshine and clouds today, high near 79, Sunday sunny and 83, and Monday. A chilly 66 with the possibility of a morning shower. Tim Ferruzzi on the program. We're uh, uh, talking about making your home great. News Radio 680, WPTF.
2: So, Dave, have you ever had any structural issues on your home?
0: No, but you know what I had? I had an opportunity to buy a house that was half the cost of mine. When we were looking around at houses, the only thing was in the middle of the house, the floor was about three inches higher, maybe only two inches higher than the rest of the house, which I told my wife was a benefit that if the kids dropped like a tennis ball or a basketball or anything in the house, it would roll to the outside of the house and you could just scoop them up there. Uh, do you have a one way to to look at it I mean well we thought you know something there's something going on obviously but we could repair it for 10 grand and come out ahead she disagreed Uh, but anyway listen Tim we got Mike who's got a question about homeowners associations Uh, how you doing Mike? yes sir how are you? good you're on with Tim Ferruzzi Tim of course is with handyhelpersremodel.com or handy helpers and highland residential roofing You can get to the him through uh highland roofing nc.com and eagle roofing go ahead mike uh,
3: the question i don't know if if if, if, if it that you know you can answer that question because i'm going to ask something about the homeowner association yeah. uh, that they have done nothing as far as refers to my house on the outside that's why i want to ask that kind of question i don't know if uh you could answer that question, and you know I need the solution to it.
0: So you think that the homeowners association should be repairing the outside of your house?
3: Uh, that definitely—that's what the homeowner owner association is for, right? Did they did they but promise to do that? Cutting the grass and you know do whatever it has to be done on the outside. I'm
0: do you, Do you live on a property that's? Are you renting or do you own it?
3: I'm o- I'm an owner. All right, but, uh, all right, let me just make it clear. Sure. Uh, Eight eight years ago, I bought this house, uh, and, uh, you know, it comes with the, you know, the fee for homeowner Association in Vermont. Eight years ago, it was 140 now it's 180 But I'm uh, honest to God. the truth is, uh, the only thing I can see is just cutting the grass. I have so many arguments with them. Yeah. We don't have the money, uh, this is not required, this is this. You have to write us, you have to mail us, they have to email us. But the thing is, I don't know where else to turn. Yeah. Well, well let me let me give you. It there, Again, I'm going to say it and say it loud. And I hope everyone on the face of the earth hear me. Yeah. I believe the homeowner Association, those people who handle this, they are like a gang member.
0: Oh uh, boy. My life on
3: it.
0: <laughs> Thank you for not mentioning which community you're in, but hold on, Mike. Tim has some some thoughts at least on this.
2: Well, it sounds like he might be in a town home scenario right. where the homes are all kind of attached. Um, you know, your typical residential neighborhood, you know, the homeowners association doesn't do repairs on your home but they can control uh you know, how you do them and when they need to be done if you're uh, possibly neglecting your home um, is what I've noticed. But, you know, when when you come to those, when you look at the townhome scenario, condo scenario, what I have generally noticed, and never being involved with one, uh, like on a board or anything, um, is they all seem to be underfunded. And, and here's, here's my general thought of, of, of these associations. Uh, first of all, the homeowners don't seem to be paying enough money into the pot every month to get what they expect, and uh, this is what I have generally noticed. It's my opinion. If anybody disagrees with me, then you know I'm sorry. But uh, again, I've never had to deal with one close close up. But you know, when you're putting fifty dollars a month or a hundred dollars a month into something, or or even more, um, if that money only goes so far and to expect them to fix the parking lot, mow the yard, take care of the landscaping, fix the roof. So it, it almost seems like a lot of these homeowner associations are, haven't really looked at the deferred maintenance costs and, and evaluated what it really is going to cost to maintain these properties. And, of course, then the homeowners are always wanting it to be as little as possible. But this, I think so the expectations don't really match up. And there's not enough money to go around to do all the work that needs to be done. And then, of course, you get some people that say, "Well, I'm paying 150 a month, and what am I getting? And my outside of my house needs to be painted, and I've got a roof leak see, over here." Can I so, say something, please? Yes, sir.
3: All right. Uh, like I said, when I first bought the house uh, about nine years ago, the homeowner association fee was 140. Now it's 180. Uh, to begin with, when I bought the house, you know, I have to bring my own inspector and this and that to do the inspection and this, you know, all these things. So even the inspection, he says, you know, uh, you need a few things to be done, uh, the windows and this and that. I sent it that time to them. They never respond to it. And uh, all they
4: uh,
3: I hear from them, we don't have the money. We don't have the money. But uh, even so, I live in a place where they have 125 units, or home. Time 180, that's a lot of money, a year, almost like, who knows, I mean, you know more than I do when it come to math. But the thing is, uh, I replace windows, I replace my doors, and uh, then they, sometimes they send somebody, they don't come from the homeowner association themselves, because I never know uh, certain people like, they work for the Homeowner Association, probably a contractor, probably somebody they send to look at it. Oh, uh, you know what? The, it's not necessarily in this and that. The door is all rotten out, and then you see the fog between the glass, and they're saying, oh, uh, that's not the Homeowner association responsibility. Yeah, but look inside. The house is beautiful. It, 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 it's nothing wrong with it. It's all on the outside. That tells me it's a poor maintenance in other words, this is what I will say, and I will say it loud. Yeah. Okay? I'm putting roof over their head, these people, yes. and putting food on their table. And they should be proud of it because we support in the system as an employer, employment, or whatever. We support them. I'm not talking about one year, two years, ten years, thirty years, four years. That goes on for life.
0: All right, Mike. Uh, yeah, uh, we're sympathetic. We're just not really sure that we can help you. I think in the future, Mike, we are going to have a real estate attorney on this radio show, and I don't just mean on one Sunday. We're going to have one on retainer in the studio for every topic. I'm not sure we well, can be, we can well, help.
2: Well, let me let me make another point too. Yeah, so, go ahead. Uh, and I'm not disagreeing with the listener at all. I'm just yeah. trying to make sure that. You know, I'm in the business of repairing homes. I repair my own home, and I know what it costs to maintain my own home. Mm-hmm. And when I hear these people, when I go to people's places and they talk, start talking about the Homeowner Association not being enough money, and then they tell me how much money they're spending a month, you know, a lot of times in my mind, that is not enough. Yeah, even though on a grand scale, it looks like a lot when you multiply it times the number of units, but when you think about the roof, the exterior painting, the the pest control, the landscaping, the parking lots, uh, and 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 on and on and on and on. You could easily say that each house, on the average, costs um, three thousand to four thousand dollars a year to maintain. Um, on the average, the average house. And I think if we all thought about that, and you took the, the year of life, how long your roof was going to last, divide it by twenty years.
3: Right. Just the house where I live, when, when I bought, it, built in nineteen ninety. It's not long time ago. It means. Yep. It all, I mean, I'm not saying almost new. Any roof? Uh, my, when I hear you guys on on radio, don't talk, you're saying you give guarantee warranty like ten years. Yeah. But uh, I'm not talking about uh, you know uh, the roof or something. My most complaint, every time, we have the fund, they have everything. Even sometimes they create enemy, they, the board, they don't want you, oh, don't talk to the board person, don't talk to this, don't talk to that. Uh, you're yeah. going to talk to us, then you're going gonna to talk to go? If I want to go uh, get to them, I, I don't even know who they are, what their phone number. Uh, they make yeah. it so difficult to us to contact with them. How? They said. Okay, you're gonna email me. Suppose I'm an old man; I don't have an email. Uh, this and yeah. you're gonna call me. I need someone that you could, you know I can depend on. Uh, the simple, easy way to keep in touch.
1: Mike, well, what I talked to. Talk to, I
3: talk, to them. I, they should come and see what's wrong. What we need, if you need anything, we have the money. I'm telling you the truth. I recently, I
2: recently, I recently ran into a situation where I met a person, and. She took me out there, and it's a a townhouse scenario in Chapel Hill, and uh, they were having issues with an outsourced homeowners association company that was doing all the work, and they didn't agree with some of the things that were being done, and they thought that there was some skimming of the money possibly going on. But in reality, I think when she ended up becoming the president of the homeowners association, she started seeing the reality of, of what I'm trying to to say, not necessarily in your case, that may be totally different, but where there just wasn't enough money to go around and this people's expectations on how much money should be attributed to their particular unit or their uh, units. So my, my thought is try to see if you can run for the president of the homeowners association or, or, or be the treasurer or something and kind of get a better idea.
0: Mike, I'm going to put you on hold, ask you to wait for just a moment and give your telephone number to the next person who picks up the line because I think this is a good topic and we want to check back with you later. We really do need to get an attorney in here every Saturday. This is making your home great. News Radio 680 WPTF. News Radio 680 WPTF. AccuWeather forecast includes sunshine, clouds, and a high near 79. And tomorrow, a lot like today, with a fairly humid weather, and 83 as the high temperature, but sunshine. And then Monday, the temperature just drops off. I mean, it's literally off the table with a high only near 66. Right now, 72. Real feels 78. Dave Alexander along with Tim Ferruzzi of Highland Residential Roofing. Handy helpers. And Eagle Roofing. And uh, it was an interesting conversation with Mike. I got his contact information. One day we're going to get somebody from an HOA and perhaps a real estate attorney. I think that we're overdue for that discussion on this radio program. But we've been talking about common structural damage. And I would assume, Tim, you notice this when you go into the crawl space. What do you, What do you find? What are you looking for when you when you go underneath a house?
2: Well, uh, moisture content um, is a big player. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked about that many times on the show. Uh, you want to make sure that your moisture level in your wood under your home does not exceed um, 19, 18 or 19%. and If you can get it lower, that's even better. It's fairly common, though, for the moisture under the house in the wood itself and we have moisture probes that we would actually stick into the wood lumber and check right. uh, to be 16 to 19 percent. Once it starts hitting 20, 21, 22 percent uh, water level, moisture level, then you have what's called dry rot. Right. So it is actually rotting uh, where it sits, even though it's not in contra- contact with water directly. Yeah, it is in contact with water in the air. It's a humidity thing. Yeah. So, and then you you come and, and then that that water uh, that moisture content under the house can go for a variety of reasons. It could um, it can go up because you don't have a, uh, an effective uh, water drainage system outside, which would be gutters. Right. Um. You maybe your roof is not doing a very good job. Maybe it's overdue, so you have water coming in and certain locations and running down a wall that you don't know about. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe your siding is leaking around windows and doors, which is a fairly common thing. Or maybe you just have the way your land is um, landscaped, or or maybe you have a leak uh, Mm -hmm. in the plumbing system. You know, you you see a lot of damage around dishwashers and kitchen sinks. Um, and bathroom, tubs, water closets, toilet, same thing, water closets, toilet, same thing, and then sinks. Um, so, and then sometimes your heating and air units can contribute to it because of maybe a lack of insulation, maybe there's a dew point issue. So, all of these things can play into structural damage. And sometimes it's as simple as having uh, okay humidity under the house, but you have a direct water leak. From one of these items, like a tub or a sink, that causes direct damage uh, under the bathroom, and next thing you know, you didn't realize that you had an issue until you step through the floor, and uh, you end up your your foot ends up in the crawl space, right? um, Which you see a lot. You'd be surprised, and you start noticing tile in your bathroom or your kitchen cracking. I went and looked at a job this morning, and Mm -hmm. she's got all kinds of cracked tile in her kitchen. And uh, it's around the sink and the, um, the dishwasher, and um, it needs to be addressed. And it's related to water.
0: Is it what caused the tiles to crack?
2: Well, because there's moisture getting either her dishwasher was leaking at one time or her sink was leaking at one time, and it was getting uh, between the tiles. Because, you know, tiles are still porous, especially the grout. Right. Um, and if it goes on and on and on, of course, then you have the perimeters of the tile where it meets up to the cabinet or, or the baseboard, and water can get under there, and uh, then it gets on the plywood that's underneath, because ultimately you're going to have con- uh, tile, I mean, uh, wood, if yeah. you've got a crawl space yeah. under tile, even, you know, there's concrete board, but you would still have plywood underneath it. Right. So that gets water, and then, of course, it expands and contracts, it, it bulks up, the veneers come apart, and your tiles crack.
0: Do I have the right um, uh, technical term? The plywood delaminates. That's right. It comes apart. It, it yep. becomes no longer three quarters of an inch. It becomes a little bit more than that.
2: Exactly. And then it cracks exactly. the tile. Okay. Yep. Right. yep. I have a and question you're walk, here. And you're walking on it, right? Oh, yeah. You're walking on it, so that becomes even more of an issue because and typically you're walking on the tile uh, in your kitchen near your dishwasher and your sink more so than you would in other areas. So you're getting a lot more wear and tear. And then if moisture comes in, moisture could be coming right off of you. Right. Sometimes you're hanging the way you hang the rag to dry. You know, sometimes we hang them right off the sink on the cabinet, and we wonder why our cabinet's falling apart. It's because <laughs> we've got a wet towel there drying. Yeah.
0: All right. I just went to one of the major hardware chains... And Google searched or or searched within their website for a moisture meter. Now, I can buy one for thirty dollars, or I can spend two hundred and thirty dollars for one, or I could just call you what should I do
2: well um I have a I have a three or four hundred
0: dollar warm oh okay
1: uh
2: in my vehicle because it can test lots of different things in lots of different ways. I can test the air as well as probe different materials, and I can put in, okay, I'm probing drywall. Tell me what my moisture content should be based on drywall, or I'm probing a certain kind of wood, Uh and then I can dial into that digitally. And so it actually monitors moisture based on the type of material it is, Um, So obviously that would be a more expensive device, and that's what I use. So if you have any uh, thoughts that you might have that issue, I've gone to people's houses, and and I'll probe that and um, uh, help them determine what their real problem is and how to solve it. You don't want to just fix the structural problem Mm -hmm. under your house or in a wall without addressing the system, like what's causing this. And that's the important thing to resolve, as well as the structural results,
0: yeah, I guess well that obviously makes sense you're not going to walk away without from uh, a job where you've done your repairs on the house without addressing what it is that's making it happen
2: but so um, many people do really that's what's yeah that's what's unfortunate is people just are constantly fixing the results and not addressing the the cause, I see it all the time, homeowners are to blame as much as the contractors yeah. in this scenario because they just don't want to know or they don't think to think about it or they're afraid that the price is, they're going to start talking numbers that become too expensive and then they're not going to get a job or the you know, homeowner's not going to want to spend that amount of money. But the, yeah. the answer is you need to know. You need to know the truth.
0: This is the uh, getting a tummy tuck and refusing to eat a salad uh, comment, comment. If you're going to go ahead and get a tummy tuck, you might as well try a salad every now and then. You know, you can't eat bacon at every meal, so you want to solve the problem, underlying problem, while you're repairing the problem, right? Okay. Right. Uh, this all makes sense. Uh, so you're looking for moisture content in the wood. Can you figure out? Whether that wood has dry rotted to the point where it's not structurally sound, and how do you do that if it hasn't yet cracked?
2: Well, um, when you're under a house and you've, you know, before I even do a moisture reading, I'll look, and um, we'll crawl around the house and see what what we find. Yeah, and um, and um, there's obvious things you're looking for. Well, the smell of it. Mm -hmm. Is one thing, visibly, do you see lots of spores? Do you see insulation hanging down? Which, again, you don't want your insulation to be saturated from humidity. That can affect, we've talked about that before, where if you've got high humidity under your house, then your insulation is going to be defunct. It's not going to work as long as it needs to, so you have to replace that occasionally every 15 or 20 years. Some people think they can keep the insulation under the house for Thirty years, and that's not true for most of us. Um, so, if you see your insulation drooping, uh, that's not a good sign. If you see um, moisture sitting in your home, and uh, and then the look of the wood itself, aside from the spores, do you see discoloration going on around where the pier and the joist meet or the girder meets? Um, uh, is it actually falling apart, um, which is I've seen dry rot where people have had to go under, go under whole homes and replace every girder and joist under the entire home because the dry rot went on so long wow. that there was no correcting it. So we essentially had to come in and just rebuild the entire structure under the home from the crawl space. without even, And we did not even have to cut into the floor system of the house sure. on one particular project I'm thinking of. Um, and then, which you, if you can do that, that's always good, especially if you have hardwood floors and and tile.
0: Are you taking one out and then quick putting it back, or are you putting uh, wood? You know, well, gir- what, what girders.
2: Doing on a whole on a whole house project like yeah. that, you're typically um, you can sister as long as you go from end to end, but you do have to make some cuts. Yeah, and jack and jack things up.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, if I tried to do that on my own, that's exactly what I would do.
2: Well, one particular project, um, uh, one of your listeners, uh, he's probably listening today, he's an avid listener. Yeah. He had a home where he had what you described earlier, where uh, the center of the home was raised up. Yeah. And um, he it, it began like that when he bought the house originally and it just got worse and worse, and he brought in someone else to try to solve the problem,
1: Yeah,
2: uh, a foundation guy, and they couldn't resolve it and he spent a bunch of money doing that, and then he called us in, and we ended up having to take up his floor system in certain rooms to resolve it, and we had to cut through the floor into the crawl space, replace plywood, put in new floor, and finish flooring. And But we were able to resolve his issue, yeah. and um, it saved them a lot of money because uh, in the long run, they're now able to sell their house if they ever decide they need to sell the house, whereas most buyers would be afraid of, um, buying a home that had that situation like you were.
0: Yeah. Well, my wife was, I wasn't afraid of it at all, but I was trying to save a nickel. Um, but we, we did all right on it by letting that one go. You are talking about earlier in the show. I mentioned that we looked at the Alexanders looked at a house that had the center of the house a little bit higher than the rest. I'm assuming Tim, that the center of the house didn't rise up that it, in fact, was the rest sagging down. Does that make logical sense?
2: Well, yeah, that's most likely what happened. Is the other sides were were drooping, or it was just bad construction in the beginning, and they yeah. just um, they miscalculated the uh, the center run.
0: Yeah. Well, all right. You're hearing from Tim Farouzi of Handy Helpers and Highland Residential Roofing coming up in about you know fifteen minutes. A little after that, Chris Fulton of Fairway Home detailing on this radio program, Making Your Home Great, News Radio 680 WPTF. News Radio 680 WPTF, Making Your Home Great. Of course, Tim Ferruzzi of Handy Helpers and Highland Residential Roofing and Eagle Roofing here every week as my co-host, HandyHelpersRemodel.com and HighlandRoofingNC.com. And coming up next hour, Chris Fulton of Fairway Home Detailing. What a neat idea they've got. Um, And the AccuWeather Forecast, I'm going to tell you, it's brought to you by the NCAA Infractions Committee. Um, and the North Carolina Tar Heels will play at, I, I think it's a 1 o'clock, no, a 3.30 start today. They have already announced they're playing with 14 men on the field all through the game. 14 players, offense, defense. The NCAA says, well, you know, it's it's not normal, it's against the rules, but in this case, we're just not going to assess any penalty. 72 degrees. With a real feel of seventy-eight news radio six eighty WPTF. Hey Tim.
2: Well, wouldn't they have to go after every school?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, they would. They'd have to apply. I, would, I would
2: think this is probably a much bigger problem. Than oh, one school.
0: <laughs> no, they'd, they'd have to find everybody, a, and you know.
2: I, I think it's a system-wide problem.
0: Uh, Fourteen, fifteen so. guys on the field. Ah, eh, wouldn't it? Be? No, but you are right. I, I just, uh, I wonder whether it's too early to joke about.
2: You're a state fan, aren't
0: you? Uh yeah, slightly, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, just, I just all I'm saying is that uh no matter what infraction there might be, you know, we're just gonna let it slide. It's okay. <laughs> all right. So by the way, by the way, Wolfpack leading uh the Panthers uh, 28 twenty eight seventeen. Just wanted to mention it. Yeah. So talk to
2: me. My son went to state. So, um, but, you know, you know right. and, and I've got a daughter at Chapel Hill and a son that finished at ECU. And, right. uh, of course, I went to ECU, so we got a mixed bag at our place. But uh, always. so any is any listeners out there that want to call in and talk about anything um, related to your home or building, uh, yep. commercial building, uh, feel free to to give us a call. We are talking about structural issues today, but that's just to keep us on track with, with a subject, but we're yeah. always open for questions for anything um, related to your your maintenance or repair or modeling needs or roofing needs yes and uh, you know we can be reached handy helpers uh, remodel.com uh, you can email us through that website or through Highland Roofing NC like North Carolina NC.com and of course you can call us at nine one nine six seven six five nine six nine we do all phases of roofing from the whole roof down to repairs and maintenance gutters. We're in the gutter business. We've got gutter vehicles Mm -hmm. to do six-inch gutter and five-inch gutters. Just wanted to mention all that. Um, So structural issues, Dave, um, have you ever seen any problems in your walls um, that might cause you to think that you might have structural problems or any mold in any of the properties you've ever lived in?
0: No mold, but I did, I think, email you pictures of doorways where the drywall crack extends from the ceiling to the door frame.
2: Yeah. A little worried about that. I remember that. It, so, the first thing you do in a scenario like that and I've had some listeners call me up and I've gone out to the property and taken a look at theirs. Right.
1: The
2: first thing you want to look for with that is most of the time it's an older home. Right. Um you you want to walk outside and you want to check the foundation and see if you see any large cracks. If yeah. you start seeing cracks in the in the concrete blocks, stucco, brick that um, appear to be, you know, more than a quarter inch or, or moving, and you can do different things to test if they're moving over time, um, come up with something creative. Yeah. But, uh, you know, if you start seeing things like that, and sometimes it's in a corner of a house, like if you see like it almost like the, the whole corner is disconnecting from the rest of it. Right. then there's some concerns. But if you see little cracks here and there with the clay environment that we're in, mm-hmm. expansion and contraction of the clay, um, it's not unusual, especially with a home that's got some age on it, say it was built in the 70s, 80s, or 90s, or even before then, Yeah, to have some of those issues. Um, and as long as that crack over that door running up to the ceiling
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, isn't more than, you know, a sixteenth of an inch. Right. Um, I, I and nothing to really worry about. If you start seeing large cracks where your drywall tape in your corners is coming off and it looks like it's one end of the house.
1: Yeah. I
2: had a scenario, give you a scenario. There was a house that was built about eight years ago in Cary, and it was a high-end home. It had to be six, $700,000 home. And um, she from day one, was having a problem. And we've talked about this on the show about a year and a half ago. Yeah. And um, basically the whole corner of her home, the whole back right corner of her home, was slipping away from the rest of the house.
0: Oh, man.
2: She was a single uh, um, homeowner, and um, she paid a lot of money for the house. She right. had uh, various engineers come out. She... Uh, talked to the developer she talked to the builder of course right her hardwood floors were pulling away her moldings were pulling away and this was all in the dining room kitchen area of the house it was just kind of you could just see how it was just slipping right and uh, not a very good feeling and i I went over there and did some analysis for her after she had had some various other things done and, and we put in some additional blocking under the house. And I took some close looks and um, I felt like maybe the worst of it was, was done uh, over with, but uh, I'm not sure if that was the case. Right. Um, about a, six months later, she noticed that there was some additional movement again. And even the post, one of the piers, which was a seven foot pier under this particular part of the home, because the home was on a, slope so in the crawl space it was seven or eight feet tall in certain locations yeah um one of the new piers she had put up within a couple years it wasn't by us but by someone else prior to us it was already angled again
1: Oh man, it was not level
2: it had shifted and um so she was not very happy she finally was able to sell the house i'm not sure how what what ended up happening with all those details but um that is a scenario where, when you spend that kind of money for a home, um, that's not a good feeling.
0: I have seen television programs. You know, the they they bring out the they bring out the the stories of terrible situations like that. Sometimes people just put houses where they shouldn't be, and well, some people well, just end up with white elephants.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, there's always lemons, and um, um there's also just uh, with all the homes we're building, and uh sometimes you just end up in a bad location on on the development uh, the land was filled in, I think on her property, they did a lot of filling right, and uh, evidently the some of the land engineers uh thought that it was um, secure or compacted enough but yeah. You know, when you're dealing with Mother Nature, I was talking to a gentleman this morning, and he worked for a contractor that had built a school uh, on a property, and they had built up the land so much, and it was tested by engineers and engineers and engineers, and years later, the whole floor of the school just split right down the middle, right because of the because the earth continually dropped below it.
0: I, I and additional it construction happened. near your home. Can upset things. How does that happen?
2: Well, because of drainage issues, uh and then also uh when I call eight one 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 to locate to do locations of uh, electrical utilities, things like that in yards before we dig trenches or yeah. building or anything of that sort, they ask you a few questions like, Are you gonna be doing any boring? Um, is there any uh railroad tracks within a quarter mile of you? Um You're going to be doing any exploding. You're going to be you know doing (laughs) any major major things that could affect stuff. So it does affect the land around you,
1: right? And
2: uh, uh, especially if you start getting in and bringing in tractors and excavators, pulling out huge amounts of soil and and dirt and clay and going down deep, you know it's got to affect. Especially if it if it's um, close by. And uh, and there's erosion issues you can do, but but I think the biggest thing is drainage. How do you change the, the natural lay of the land? Because right. this land has over years, with the woods and things we've had where our house might be now, for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and even thousands of years, the land, the water drains a certain way, right? Right. And then you go in and you start changing all that around and taking trees out and things like that. What do you... Of course it's
0: gonna be a problem. All right. Next hour, Chris Walton of Fairway Home Detailing, News Radio 680 WPTF. WPTF. Take me home tonight. I don't want
1: to let you go to sleep. Take me home.
0: Tonight. News Radio 680 WPTF. Making your home great. Every single Saturday, two until four. And our telephone number is 919-860-9783. Of course, Tim Ferruzzi, Handy Helpers, and Highland Residential Roofing, and Eagle Roofing. And today on the program, Chris Fulton of Fairway Home Detailing. Don Fulton also on the show. And Carol Fulton, Chris's wife, who is uh, not as interested in being on the radio as the rest of the guys are. But that's all right. We got a neat show coming up. We really do this hour is going to be good. And if you have a question about any kind of work in a house, we have three people between Tim and 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 Don and Chris, Carol, and Carol. That's four. Sorry. Who can talk to probably answer the same questions.
2: Nine,
0: we're dragging uh, nine, her in. This aren't we? What's that? Yeah, we're dra- we're dragging her in. This aren't we're we? dragging her in, and here's the neat thing: I won't have to answer any home improvement questions this hour at all because we've got other people. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. Well, let's start with Chris.
4: Uh, welcome. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you very much for letting us come in today.
0: Oh, uh, you're welcome. We, we we love having you here. Um, you guys have got a neat concept. You're not just a home improvement
4: company. You're sort of a home improvement service, aren't you? Absolutely. We're all about service. Uh, we got a new program. Actually, what we do is kind of new to the area, new to anywhere, I, I think. I'm not sure of any other company that does it. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're in the full service home maintenance business. So yeah. everybody who works for us is part of our company, uh-huh. but we have specialists who do a wide range of things so we can really take over home maintenance for uh, homeowners who would rather be doing other things. I'm looking at your website, which,
0: by the way, is fairwayhomedetailing.com, and you have a great video montage of people doing things. I'm watching people doing regular construction.
4: I'm also watching cleaning, right? Absolutely. Anything from, well, it's, it's hard to say because it's such a wide range, yeah. but cleaning gutters to fixing rotten wood to uh, painting to uh hardwood floor cleaning we really handle yeah. the, the the things that people just hate doing yeah the people they can count on us to do they'd rather be at the beach than fixing the toilet so that's kind of we have uh, probably about 20 yeah. different things that we offer in our different programs that right. people have access to on an unlimited basis for just one fee so it's kind of a unique way to look at things
0: you're really you're doing almost everything that i just don't want to do <laughs> like in other words don't expect my resume To hit your inbox anytime
4: soon. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, you have a pretty good gig here, I think.
0: It's more likely that I would hire you. I mean, we're talking cleaning a carpet.
4: Yes, we have carpet cleaning crews. So the the people that clean your carpet are not going to uh, replace a a light fixture, Right. you know, a separate crew for that. But our carpet cleaning crews are very uh, trained in what they do. Hardwood cleaning, tile and grout cleaning, uh, carpets, of course, upholstery, uh, they're really specialists in that, so you have one company to call for these wide range of things. Right. But they're specialists in each thing that we do. I'm seeing other people taking care of the deck. I don't know whether
0: they're uh, spraying the deck to clean it, or whether they're putting, um, you know, like a protector. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, 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 what other outside jobs?
4: Well, I start on the outside. We do. let's well, start at the top. We do roof cleaning. Yeah. just Getting all those black stains off the roof. You've probably yeah. seen them, but a lot of people don't even notice them. But I that assume is. that they're stuck there. I, I they're didn't not know stuck. That- they could be unstuck, so yeah. they can get them off there, yeah, safely too. As you know, a roof has got granules on it, which can right. come off pretty easily. So it's important not to get up there with a pressure washer and try hacking away at it. But there's a specialized way that the roofing manufacturers recommend washing a roof. Yeah, and that's how we do it. It can get all those black streaks off of there. So that's one thing we do. Right. Uh, gutter maintenance is important. Gutter cleaning is not a very you don't look at it when it's done and the customer's not super happy because they just see something different, but yeah. it prevents issues down the road. So maintaining the gutters is a pretty uh, important thing that we do. House washing, get all the mildew off, window cleaning, deck restoration. You talked about washing and sealing it. Concrete washing. Anything to be cleaned or washed on the outside of the house is part of you know what we do. And Tim Ferruzzi, I want you to
0: know that from the videotapes I'm looking at, they are not doing that thing that you've told people not to do. Tim's a roofer. Perfect. And... What have you told not him to do? He's Well, you're not pressure washing it from the ground, hitting the the roof so that you jam water up underneath it. Definitely wouldn't, not.
4: That that wouldn't lead to a happy customer at all. Well, I mean,
0: Tim, Tim has preached to us that you're not pressure washing your roof.
4: No, absolutely not. There's a certain way to do it with cleaners that are going to get that LG off of there, but not take off any of that shingle grit. So there's a... Right way and a wrong way, much like any pressure washing, really. I mean, we've all seen plazas and things a, that are... more of a
2: spray. It's more of a spray or a, a low, very low-pressure application, right?
4: Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> yep. It's an application that a low-pressure rinse.
0: And if you're using any pressure, you're using it to hit the top of the roof,
4: and then the cleanser rolls down the roof. You're not... Yeah, it's about uh, what comes out of the applicators about, like, garden hose pressure. Yeah. So... Yeah. Yeah. There's a, an association called the Asphalt Roofing Manufacturers Association yeah. that set out a guideline on how to wash a roof, and we stick to that. Very so good. So it's very safe. Very good. And it, it makes a house look a lot different when the neighbors got all those black streaks on it and your house is clean. Not many people will say, oh, my God, the roof looks so great. But when you're next to someone else who hasn't cleaned their roof, it can really be a, a, it can set it apart, especially if you're thinking about selling. Right. Well,
2: good. some people think that they, when they see those streaks, that they have to replace the roof, and that's not necessarily true. It can be cleaned.
4: Definitely. And that could be when they think that, it could be a big negotiation uh, kind of part right. for people who are buying. They can say, we need to replace the right. roof because it looks bad. So, right. All right. Well, let me back up a bit. Chris, how did you get into this? What was the
0: – because nobody ends up with this concept as their f- first concept.
4: Did you it have a different no. – No, we've been in business since 99 as yeah. a typical – I guess home service company where we started out as mainly a pressure washing company, uh-huh. added home repairs when we brought on a crew to do that full time, added the inside work carpets and floors. And then on April 1st of this year, we switched over to the flat fee full service home maintenance program, which really we, what we thought, there's a lot of companies out there that do what we do service wise. Right. But what we do great is having it all under one roof scheduling it in advance, taking care of everything for a homeowner so they don't even need to call. Right. So we kind of figured out who our target market was and how to best address them and that's how we came up with this new program that we have that uh, a lot of people have had a, rather, a lot of really good reception to.
2: So like, Chris, tell mm-hmm. us a little bit, well I guess after the break or do we got time? No, date? go ahead, go first. ahead. So Chris, tell us a little further about that, this this flat rate program. How do you, do you base it on the size of the house and what they want done and then you just do a a quarterly fee or a monthly fee or a per time fee
4: how's that work So we have three different programs the first one we'll talk I guess we can talk about is our our full program which is full service home maintenance and that is one flat fee so a customer pays one fee they take a look at our full list of services we um, kind of put together a schedule for them in advance so they don't need to call but at any point during the year they want to add service or change you know appointments or whatever there's no additional fee the more you use us the better deal for you because you only pay that one fee one time This is genius I'd been telling Carol that is genius for you know six months now but do you know what I've
0: needed forever I'll tell you what this is between you and I and everybody else who might want to adopt the fairway home detailing um, concept I need you to be at closing I needed you to be at my real estate closing Do you know how they say, all right, by the way, Mr. Alexander, we didn't consider this before, but your insurance is going to be added too because the mortgage company wants the insurance on your house. I want you guys to be there the next page. You know, Mr. Alexander, what we're going to do is have Fairway Home Detailing work on your home over the next ten to thirty years because there's no I'm not considering the maintenance. I'm not considering yep. the. am not considering
4: ninety percent of what you do. You know, we didn't talk about this, but um, in two weeks we have a, a really exciting. Uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for here? Announcement. Debut. Yeah, de- there you debut. It's <laughs> a de- debut that we are uh, teaming with one real estate company yeah. exclusively, and the houses they sell will receive our services for a full year. I like it. It's gonna be pretty cool. So it's gonna be kinda of like that where the, the first year you got your dream house. You yeah. don't necessarily wanna spend your weekends fixing a toilet, so it's gonna come with that maintenance right. that uh similar to what you said.
0: I think what I need is somebody to break into my house, look around, and then just fix things.
4: You can't leave a key. You gotta break <laughs> Yeah, in. I'll
0: leave the key. Yeah, no, no, all right, I'll leave the key. All right. So so is that essentially it? I mean you're you're coming in when I'm not there and you're going to take care of
4: things. We we do come in a lot of times when people aren't home yeah. as long as they're comfortable. I mean, sure. after our first time they get to know our crews, that's kind of one of the nice things is yeah. same crews over and over again, same company. Right. But one of the, when you, you mentioned, look around the yeah. first thing we do for a home that joins our program is we do a written home checkup. Yeah. So Don who's here is mainly him and Chris Ryan uh, do the home checkup. So they're going to go to the house. One of the first things, do a written checkup of the inside the outside. So we get everybody on board, everybody in the office, all of our technicians, the homeowners, knowing exactly what's needed at that house, and we can start knocking the stuff out, addressing everything. It also gives the homeowners a chance to things they look at all the time. They start yeah. they don't notice anymore, kind of become blind to it. So yes, and they get up on they can't get up on the roof and see a rotten piece of fascia board, and we can. So we give them that checkup very first yes. thing to make sure they're aware of what's going on with the house. That's a pretty valuable. In step. Ho-
0: in home cleaning, we call that clutter blind. Okay, <laughs> oh. when you are no longer able to see the clutter that's in your house. That's not what, exactly I, what you're talking about. That makes about. sense, yeah. But, you know, you don't realize, of course, that you're, I don't know, your cabinet scratched up and you didn't, uh, I don't even look at it.
4: That makes sense. I have a story about that. We had our garage door fixed one day. Yeah. And I was going, leaving, pulling out of the driveway, Yeah. looking at the garage, and it had this big dent and hole in the garage door. Yes. The same day, we had our crews come wash the house. Had I not noticed that... Dent as I was pulling out I would have thought for sure they did it But the point is I've probably seen that dent A thousand times And just never noticed it But because we were getting The door worked on that day Then I noticed it But that's kind of what Our checkup crews do Is they go in and see everything The homeowner can't see Or just doesn't notice anymore
0: I like this We're going to talk more about this Over the next uh, 45 minutes uh, Until about 4 o'clock today 919-860-9783 Next break We're talking to Don Fulton That's Dad who wants to talk about what he's looking for in the house? Oh. And that's coming up. Also, the AccuWeather forecast on News Radio 680 WPTF. News Radio 680 WPTF, the AccuWeather forecast includes. Fairly decent weather today. Really, honestly, I want to do the show outside. Uh, We've got partly cloudy skies. And then an overnight low near 61. Tomorrow, uh, a bit warmer than today. High near 83. Humid. Then Monday, it's cloudy, or at least partly cloudy, with a morning rain shower. And Monday, it just doesn't warm up. And it leads to Tuesday. Both of those days, highs near 66. Right now, seventy-three real feel eighty-one news radio six eighty WPTF.
2: So, Don, um, yes. I say I'm Mrs. Smith, and I call you up, and I want you to come out and take a look at my property. Um, what would be the first? What would be the first steps, and, and what would you be looking for when you come to visit?
5: Actually, what we do is we come in and we meet with the customer. We offer for the customer to walk around the homes with us. Um, we're looking for things that maybe they're used to looking at or things that they don't notice, really don't care about the color of the walls. That's their choice, not ours. But, uh, um, we're looking for cracks. We're looking for door seals, door fit, door closures, water leaks under sinks, bathtubs, uh, refrigerators, uh, dishwashers. Um, we're looking for grout around shower pans bath tubs, which is a big, big, big hitter because you probably know as well as I do, once the water starts to creep behind them, you start to have big troubles. We're looking for water stains on ceilings. We even check lights and bulbs and ceiling fans and exhaust fans and cross spaces. Uh, we, you know, we look for moisture. We look at the hardwood floors. We look to see if they're cupped or buckled or a moisture problem coming in from the basement, from the cross bases. Um, we... Spend quite a bit of time inside the house, and we proceed to go outside the house. We start looking for foundation cracks. We look for window seals blown where they get foggy inside. We look for wood rot, which is probably one of the biggest things. We could spend hours with wood rot. Uh, we look for screens on decks. We look to see if there's any shingles missing on the roof, if we can see them. We look for the condition of the vet boots. The list just goes on and on and on and it's on. It's impossible to list. I yeah, think. and we could probably spend—actually— I think the longest I spent at a house was probably four hours, just walking around. The customer liked to talk and you know ask questions, and so that stops you. and and, uh, and it really seems to be helpful for people. And then from that point, we go back to the office and we write an itemized list of every one of those things we found. No pressure. We try to guide them, and probably what's more important for them to have repaired first, but it's their choice, and they decide. Along with the membership, they get so many hours of handyman services
0: and let me just mention that you're hearing from don fulton of fairway home detailing their website is fairwayhomedetailing.com and this is an interesting concept this when you develop a list then is it True that maybe the homeowner doesn't need
5: it all done in the first little while? Absolutely not. You know, a yeah. lot of this stuff is, and we try to explain that. What's We try to tell them that this is something you should have looked at right away. Yeah. Uh, we were in a house the other day and the drain pan on the bottom of the air conditioner was full of water. Naturally, we told them that you need to get this looked at now before you have a leak. Yeah. Um, but, you know, things like doors not closing properly, they're little things that people get used to. And to, yeah. they don't have to have them fixed, but down the road when they decide, hey, I'm going to use a couple of my handyman hours, uh, they call us. We come in and we adjust the doors. We, uh, wintertime rolls around, the door seals are bad, the doors aren't closing tight, right. uh, the doorbell doesn't work. We check pretty much everything. Um,
0: All right, she used a phrase, handyman hours. How do we figure that
5: out? We... When a person purchases our package, our yeah. full package, they receive a block of hours included in the package. And those hours can be used. Whatever they want to do, we can go in and take care of it. It's the hours, the labor's taken care of. Naturally, they pay for the materials we use. And then after they use up their hours, if they have enough work and they want other work done, we have a discounted rate from that point on for our, our handyman services.
0: So somebody might be sitting in their home saying, you know we haven't had him do any handyman stuff in a while. Uh, honey, you really want that uh, cabinet uh, painted or do you need do you, do you
5: need anything? Go look around. Is that what happens? You know, it it really is. I mean, we look at kitchen cabinet hinges. Yeah. Uh, it's a common thing for them to come loose. Yes, uh, knobs fall. I, we go in houses, we see knobs missing. Mm-hmm. You know, little things that people just put up with day in and day out, and say, "Well, that's just the way it is." I'm not going to have somebody come to my house with a 250 minimum charge right. to put a couple doorknobs on for us, or to change out a faucet, or to you know, uh, uh, change a doorbell. Or yeah. we've done everything from from uh, Tighten toilet seats. I was at a lady's house and she's there. I'm embarrassed to mention this to you, but my my toilet seat's loose. I said, That's great. How many toilet seats you need that need to be tightened? She starts counting off. She goes, One, two, three, four, five, yes. Yes. six, seven of them. And, uh, you know, so we go in and we place the bolts in the seat if we need to, the plastic bolts that, that threads kind of stretch out on. They become loose all the time. Or we do uh, tons of wood rot. We do a lot of trim. We do we do a lot. We do everything from building porches we have and right down to
4: the toilet seat tightening. It's it's hard for homeowners to find a qualified company to come in and do a small thing. I think that's why we see so much stuff that's been neglected for several years yeah. because someone who's going to come and fix a toilet seat might not be someone you particularly want in your house. Unfortunately, it's well, hard to find oh. good, qualified repairmen who are able to do small jobs. And with us, they have... Really skilled guys who can come in and do something really small or a large project. It's we it, it can handle a wide range of things with really, really great people on our team.
5: You know, something that is really important to us and we really work real hard at is is we hire people and it's tough. It's really tough, but we will not have somebody go into somebody's home that we wouldn't allow to go into our homes with our home with our wife's home alone. Yes, you know that's probably. Re- at the top of our list, as far as being important to us, that we we don't hire people just to hire them. We we want people that can be trusted in people's homes. Uh, somebody's off to work, and their wife is home. Their kids are home. You've got to know, and they get used to us. They get used to the same people all the time.
4: Right. And that's a tough thing to do as a business owner, as people Boy, managing a business. Is, is it ever. A, You're you're kind of uh limiting the amount of work you could do based on the quality of work. Workmen you can find. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure Tim would agree. When you when you have those kind of standards, you're doing it for the customer. Absolutely. To, to yep. really have that comfort level and trust in your guys is uh, it's hard to find a lot of times. Yep. So, so
2: guys, um, how, how is it going as far as uh, this flat pricing uh, system? Uh, is this something that you're just started? Yeah. Because I thought about this system years ago, doing a flat price per month, and you know just doing preventive maintenance and of course mm-hmm. when you have that that plan with the customer you're in the door for bigger projects usually because they know who you are. Has, has it been going well for you? Have you been doing it for uh, several years or is it kind of a new thing for you? How's it going?
4: So we started our business in 99 but this new business model we have is, is since April 1st. So very yeah. new. Um, but I would say we are real fortunate to have a, a really nice customer base built up. So we weren't going into the marketplace asking people who never used us before to sign up for a year of maintenance. right? So uh, we didn't have to rely on that, but we did, you know, we still have received a lot of interest and a lot of new members from people who haven't used us before. But that's difficult when you don't have that kind of relationship with someone and there's so many companies out there that they may have had bad experiences with to initially say, if you want to use us, you got to join all year. So we did go back to using – Offering, rather, some a la carte services in an effort to get in front of our new customers. Yeah. Let them try us once and then they can decide. Right. So if we, someone does we, want to try, you know, one or two small services, we can do that.
0: All right. I like this. We're going to talk more about this. Fairway Home Detailing is the company. A very unique concept. I needed this with my 1981 Toyota Corolla. By the time I, it stopped running, it had a lot of small problems. All right, news is next on Making Your Home Great, WPTF. News Radio 680, WPTF. Quick weather forecast does include sunshine and clouds and a high today near 79, overnight low near 61, 73 right now. The real feel, 81, News Radio 680, WPTF. Making Your Home Great. Is, uh, of course, myself, Dave Alexander, and we have Tim Ferruzzi of Handy Helpers and Highland Residential Roofing and Eagle Roofing every week. And this week, Chris Fulton of Fairway Home Detailing, Don Fulton also in studio, and Chris and Don's scheduled issue this half hour is to get Carol Fulton somehow to speak on the radio she's not she didn't really want to be uh, on the radio but she's here so what's the point they (laughs) right you got to get her on the show got to get her on the show Uh, fairway home (laughs) detailing is the company that we're talking about this afternoon news radio 680 WPTF so the concept is that there's a monthly fee you
4: getting re- a regular payment from the homeowner, what are you doing regularly? It varies per house. That's one of the first things we set up is their 12-month maintenance schedule. Yeah. So during the home checkup when Don's out there, we'll take a look and see. Every house needs some different things. So um, we're out there not every single month because uh, right. a lot of times our crews do multiple things at a time. So, but I'd say uh, six, seven, eight months a year, we're out there doing something. And some some homes need more than that. If there's a lot of trees around, gutter cleaning is a big part of what we do, just because you need to stay on top of it to avoid damage. So they're going to see gutter cleaners out there probably every other month.
0: You don't do teenagers' bedrooms or anything like that. You couldn't. Doing, I mean, I doing... need an estimate on a on a room. Yeah, no, you don't. No, okay. we don't.
5: But what? You will... <laughs> the just... best thing to do with those is keep the door closed and when you go out... mean clean them? Is that what we're talking
4: about? Yeah. Yeah. You know, what kind of show is this? I'm not gonna.
5: <laughs>
0: I don't want to address what's going on in one teenager's. Anyway, but you do things like carpets.
4: Carpets, hardwoods, tile, granite cleaning and sealing on the inside. Yeah. Tile as it can be tile and grout floors or shower surrounds. Right. Any of the, you know, Carol keeps a great house. Maybe she could talk about that. But even though no matter how often you clean, you still need a deep clean. On your hardwood floors, people don't think yes. about doing that, but there's so only so much you can get off with a Swiffer and a, you know, a little moist sprayer. So every once in a while, a deep cleaning of the hardwood floors keeps right. the finish looking good. You know, carpet cleaning, of course, yeah. we do on the inside should be done when, you know, people tend to put that off. It, yeah. it, if you think about what's in your carpet, you probably don't do it as often as you should. Yep. But when you pay one fee and you could do it as often as you want... We're out there two, three times a year, possibly more for, for people with their carpets. As soon as the dog has an accident or there's yeah. a little traffic you know, spot, they're, they're calling us out there, which they can do at any time. It truly is unlimited service.
0: And if you have a question about the yeah.
4: flat rate
0: maintenance, 919-860-9783 is the telephone number. And we'll, uh, we'll put you on the radio and you ask something from uh, Donna or Chris from Fairway okay. Home Detailing.
2: And I interrupted Tim. Oh, yes, okay. So, uh, Chris and Don, I'd noticed um, back in the 90s, Marriott Corporation had explored this and actually done this in um, big cities, several big cities, and they were going after um, a certain clientele that were really busy professionals that just don't really have the knowledge nor the time to, to do this thing. I think they incorporated landscaping. Uh, and as well as house cleaning and, of course, changing the air filters, which you're probably doing some of that. To, uh, but that, that whole concept has always been something that I've been attracted to. Um, and I think that so what you're doing is you're going and creating the, the list with the people saying, okay, well, we should wash your house once a year. We should clean your gutters three times a year, four times a year. And you kind of create the list with them. It's, it's personalized to their home. And after you figure out what they need on a regular basis and, of course, what they might need intermittently, you create a, um, a fee based on the regular. And it's, it's a cool concept because Sam's Club, you know, the nice thing about joining Sam's is you pay the $45 or $50 fee per year. And what you're doing for Sam's is you've covered a large portion of their fixed cost as a business. And so then what, and they've got lots of members, and then so they can bring the goods in cheaper because they're not having to cover those costs every time they do business. They've got their fixed costs taken care of, and now it's just a matter of making a smaller margin on the rest of it because the administrative cost of doing business is covered with the membership.
4: Yeah, That's I think I got of, that. i never heard about Marriott offering that before. That's pretty cool. I have to look oh yeah, into that. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Marriott was doing that in the '90s. I, I think they did it for a year or two. They experimented with it. I, it didn't last for whatever reason. But they were going after a, a you know a higher end clientele, husband and wife both working
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, kind of scenario, and, and they were doing it in the big cities, obviously, because there were more people to, to statistically to, to choose from.
4: Yeah. I think it would be a very hard business if someone said, "I want to start offering what these guys are offering." It's built. It's taken us years to build the team, uh, the people oh, yeah. that we trust. I, I, I'm sure it could be done, especially with a company like Marriott. But I mean, it's it's difficult to put together a group of prof- professionals that can handle such a wide range of things under one roof. But uh, they they're going after the higher end clientele. I think we do probably share that um, with. Busy professionals are probably our, our main customer, but there's also a lot of different um, people that have joined this that we didn't even anticipate. Aging in place has been a, a really big part yeah. of what we're doing, um, yeah. and we didn't, you know, plan on that. But it's great to go in, and uh, we've several people have said this is this plan's going to allow us to stay in our house longer, and that yeah. was really rewarding hearing that. So yeah. you know, putting things in that grab bars and things, addressing those issues, or we've had um, a couple. Uh, people whose house spouse pa- spouse passed away and uh, they kind of relying on us now to do all the things that they were doing but so there's been you know more than just the higher end um, homeowners it's been a yeah. lot of busy yeah. people are, are just really our, our target market my
0: yeah. dad yeah. needed you I mean uh, he was in his 80s living in his home and you know we all love him but uh, you know he's not seeing what needs to be done but even yeah. growing up, we had one door that didn't open unless you really—it was a glass door, you know, with that little tiny two-dollar part that you push, and then it opens. My brothers and I still tell stories about <laughs> walking right into the door. You probably kept them busy though. Well, we kept—yeah, we did keep busy on other things, but you do window cleaning. Yeah, that's I'm, a big one. I'm yep. looking at the video, and there's a fellow leaning out. He's—he's—he's he's, he's sitting on the edge of the window. And he's
4: wiping <laughs> That's the That's not how we typically do it, but, <laughs> no, but that was just a, a situation where we couldn't get a ladder there. But we get it done. We get the job done.
0: But. I've never even considered cleaning the windows of my
5: house.
4: You know, oh. so Don, my dad here, we, we never did that growing <laughs> up. I'm oh not goodness. sure if that was a like an area of the country we grew up in. but
5: do You we, know, it's, if, if I go home now and look out my windows, my wife will shoot me for saying this, but our windows are pretty dirty. But you go into a house that they yeah.
4: just clean the windows in,
5: yeah, and it just it, it opens the whole house up. You know, I mean, so much more light comes in. And, you know. um,
4: Another good thing to do when you're selling. Yes.
5: You know, Mm -hmm. it's so nice that you can have your windows cleaned as many times a year as you need. So if you have a dog that sticks his nose against the window all the time. Yeah, we got that. You you call us up. We don't have to clean all the windows. But we can come out and clean those front windows that the dog always has his nose against. We don't even. You wouldn't have to clean the whole window. Just the (laughs) bottom two and and a half feet. It's a small dog.
0: but But he's doing the same thing.
5: Yeah, yeah, and it's you know, and it's funny how people don't really think about things. It's a uh, the gutter cleaning. Yeah, you know, uh, clean windows are awful nice to look out of. Uh, a clean driveway. We clean driveways. Yeah, you know, pressure wash. And the word pressure wash sometimes is, is overused because your house washing, your roof washing, and stuff like that is used with low pressure. Right. If somebody's coming out with a pressure washer full steam at your house or something, it's the last thing you want is water get up behind your siding and so on or your shingles, but. Gutter cleaning is probably the one thing people can't step back and say, oh, my driveway looks great, my siding looks great, my windows look great. But in my opinion, it's probably the biggest maintenance issue in a house that's overlooked. can lead to a lot of problems. Because the gutter is going to lead to problems. Wood rot. The gutters can actually pull off. They get so heavy. Right. Um, Pull the fascia right off with the gutter. It's it's really important. And Tim has emphasized week
0: after week that literally, well, I'm going to let him tell it. Tim, how often should I have cleaned my gutters in the following or in the previous 12 months?
2: Well, you know, it depends on the number of trees uh, around your home and and neighboring homes. But generally, uh, here in eastern North Carolina, uh, at least three to four times a year is my recommendation. And of course, in the fall, uh, in the you know, the January, February, March range, um, winter time. you're going to want to do it uh, a few times. So, you know, ideally you would do it five times a year. All right. Um, and in some cases you need to do it more, but at least yeah. three, not Absolutely. just once a year.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Don held up the number four when I asked the question. Well, I think quarterly is a pretty good rule of thumb, but, again, the trees, pine needles. Yeah. But, you know, you have a lot of pine trees around. uh yeah. You know, it's not unusual to clean gutters six times a year. With the yep. program, you can have people come out to clean your gutters as much as you want them to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Six, whatever. Four times is pretty much typically. But a lot of trees, a lot of uh, pine trees, stuff like this. It's it's uh, we'll, we go out when they need us. And next segment, I'm
0: going to ask both Tim Ferruzzi and Don and Chris Fulton of Fairway Home Detailings what is the acceptable number of trees growing out of the gutters <laughs> based upon <You're> <laughs> based upon you know what would be an industry uh, you know uh, probably zero All right, more with Chris Fulton and Don Fulton and Carol Fulton of Fairway Home Detailing on Making Your Home Great News Radio 680 WPTF News Radio 680 WPTF. We are on the radio with Making Your Home Great with Chris Fulton and Don Fulton and Carol Fulton. <laughs> A Fairway Home detailing. And, of course, Tim Peruzzi with us as well. Quick AccuWeather forecast does include the fact that it will be sunny and or some occasional clouds in your area rest of this afternoon and tomorrow. And today's high near 78, tomorrow a high near 83, more humid, too. 73 now, Real Field 81, News Radio 680, WPTF.
2: So, guys, uh, Don and Chris uh, and Carol, um, kind of give us a summary to the listeners. We've got, you know, 25,000 listeners or more out there. Tell us, uh, tell the listeners what you guys are trying to do for them how you can help them.
4: Our slogan is, it's your home, don't let it become your job. So our purpose is not the actual individual services we offer, although that's what we're made up of. Our purpose is to make every homeowner's life better by offering the program we offer. It's a big statement, but something that everybody in our company lives by. We want to provide them with an alternative to conventional home maintenance that allows them to really hand over all their maintenance to one company and start enjoying things like spending time with their family or even working more hours that produces income is better off spent than, you know, fixing a toilet. So that's our purpose.
0: Yep. And the other thing is, if you have a nice home, it's perhaps possible that you have another job that is a primary job you go to five days a week, and it's possible you're not a plumber. Possible. I mean, I've got, I'm just statistically speaking. You might not be a drywall person, yep And you, and yeah.
2: And, and you guys are also trying to create a budget for people to where they have a quarterly expense or monthly expense that they can count on. And of course, there's always going to be those ancillary items that that may pop up. Isn't that's that correct.
4: That's a really good point. Yeah, that it, we've heard people say that was a benefit for them, was being able to budget for a full year of routine maintenance at you know knowing what it is up front. So I think that is important as also what we do. I mean the flat fee part is something that people definitely like. So that's probably right, why.
2: Right. Right. I also know well, people know, the one, who, the, one ch- the one challenge that I would say is in that business and I'm sure you guys are aware of it is you know, we had a caller earlier about his earlier about his homeowners association.
4: That was Mike. Mike was a great caller. If you're listening Mike, thank you. That was a lot of good info.
2: <laughs> yeah so just making sure that there's a, a clear understanding of what you're giving versus what they're getting, right? Uh, I'm sure uh, you guys have had some challenges with that already, and you see that possibility of of
4: problem that you know, could it's a, arise from that. That's a good point as a, a possibility, but honestly, we have not seen that yet. We're, we're pretty transparent up front as far as what's included, and since a lot of it is unlimited, yeah. there's not a lot of fine print. Um, I think people would be weary about starting a business like this because they think they're going to be taken advantage of by customers and in Mm -hmm. our experience so far uh, you know monday morning could be something different but we haven't had anybody that was unreasonable with their expectations in the program but if you sign a contract with mike oh yeah be Mm -hmm. transparent
0: absolutely very transparent Mm -hmm. and if my wife calls you just be as you know transparent as possible. you got to make a list, right?
4: We, there absolutely is a list. There's a list. There's a contract. The contract's mainly for the the customer to to know exactly what's included on an unlimited basis, know how many handyman hours they have, how many checkups. So it's more just like a, it's a list, but a, a contract at the same time. Well,
2: and the other thing, too, I want to mention doing this for 30 years is sometimes people don't count the hours that you spend <laughs> going to get material related to their <laughs> job. And they said, well, you weren't here but we know that doing the work is only 30 percent of what's really involved in running the operation we have to go
4: Tim's done supplies, this before. We
2: have to discuss it
5: 30 years he's done yeah. that yes it's uh, it does kind of will become you know we we pretty much tell people right up front how it works uh, the whole program every service we offer is unlimited service except for that one. And that's handyman services. If we gave that free for a year, we'd probably be out building people new homes. Unlimited for a year. Um, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. and it does become, you know, you really got to be clear with people and some, and we learn as we go still that, you know, yeah. how people look at things. We look at it and it makes perfect sense to us but you got to look at it sometimes differently like that for as far as if you send two guys out how does that affect my hours versus one right. guy and you know like you said going to get the well, materials and stuff we try to we try our best to have a fairly good stock of stuff on our truck uh, but you still end up having to running to get stuff uh, i'll tell you honestly most people look, when we do the checkup we explain that all to them as far as the handyman hours how that how that works and make it as clear as possible to people. So there is no mm-hmm. misunderstandings. An excellent idea is to call
0: these guys at Fairway Home Detailing and talk to them about your your older relatives, or if you are the older relative.
4: Because the older relatives don't know to call, unfortunately. Okay. <laughs> they right. they, well, they well, think they're never going to well, you know, well, get injured
5: well, on a ladder. Well, no, no, oh no. boy, they don't. And yeah. I think I'm starting to fall into that realm.
2: And I'll tell you one thing about the um the older uh, clientele the people that are in their 80s they don't want to do things they're they're afraid they're going to outlive their money in a lot of cases and I know a lot of listeners out there and have used us and they're in their 80s and, and we love you but they're they're afraid to spend money my grandfather perfect example he's 92 years old he he will just let it go and let it go and let it go until it falls out before he's willing to to address it most of the time and, and it comes from where they came from you know they went through the depression and, and sure. they've seen some of the problems and, and also they're you know they're afraid that they're going to run out of money
4: mm-hmm. right we had so a we, go ahead. that's that's funny we had a customer uh carol art actually that called us up to um take a look at their house and they're they're older but they did let a lot of things go but when it came to the house they knew that someone else was going to have to come in and eventually fix all those things. So exactly. we do see exactly. that a lot, but sometimes a, the older people are, are doing it for a different reason. They don't want to yeah. leave a liability to whoever's going to, you know. Eventually yeah, they
2: finally get, their... get around to doing it, and then yeah. they do it, and it's, you know, two or three years past due.
4: Oh, right. absolutely. The list becomes really
5: long, and um, yep. people, yep. I find people now, maybe more so, but people want to stay in their homes as long as possible, and they want to do whatever they can do. For that to happen, and a lot of the problem—not problem—but their children start to see them. You know, uh, they start to worry about tripping and falling and and things like this. And we do do a lot of, you know, improvements to homes so that people can stay in their home longer. Yeah,
4: and I, absolutely. Uh, and if, absolutely. If, if there's there one of our first members that was trying to have stay in their house longer, we actually um, her husband had a bit of a health issue, and we gave them unlimited hours for the repairs because that's kind of a a soft spot for us is keeping people in the house a little longer. We didn't anticipate that being a role of what we do, but it's such an awesome thing to be able to provide with this program that uh, we we can definitely take care of people who are trying to stay in their house. Be
2: careful, though. Be careful. You can have a soft heart, but if you go broke, you can't do anything. (laughs)
4: That is definitely (laughs) true. Oh, You know
2: what? And we do
5: have those customers, too. We have a couple customers that call up on a Monday and they get in the schedule book, every two weeks for the rest of the year you know whether it be but that's just part of the it's, it's just part of the business it's yeah. just you know hopefully they don't all become like that but.
0: And, and let me just mention that the, the young people or younger people are saying well this is not me then no 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 if you say to yourself ever you know i got to get this thing done because eventually we're going to sell this house and i don't what there are so many people who put off maintenance and then when they go to sell the house they know an inspector's oh. coming in so mm-hmm. they're they gonna they need it done.
4: Yeah, it's not an if it's a when. Yeah, wouldn't that- it
0: wouldn't it be make more sense to get it done get the kick plate, you know, the, the get the molding fixed
4: when it got broken. Stay on top of it. Stay uh, on top especially when you talk about the inspections it's so much better to have an inspection come back really thin than really fat. When that fat home inspection comes in yeah. before the the sale is done, and you're just looking for a big negotiation going on. The panic
5: buttons hit at that time.
4: Chris Fulton, Don Fulton of
0: Fairway Home Detailing. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Carol,
5: hi. Take care,
2: guys. Hi. Thank you.
0: Carol did get on the radio. That's a great thing. Finally. And Tim Ferruzzi of Handy Helpers. Thanks, Tim. And Highland Residential Roofing. Next week, Paula Fullerton of So Fine 2. On this radio program, it's your show... So we love to hear from you on News Radio 680 WPTF. The program is called Making Your Home Great.